listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, Houdat Nation? Welcome inside an emergency edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast presented by Boot Crew Media and also presented by Makers Mark. Uh, This is going to be, I would say, keep it pretty quick between around 15 minutes or so. So we find out Deshaun Watson is not going to the Saints and he's not going to the Falcons. It's actually going to the Cleveland Browns, and that is probably the most shocking thing that people are going to hear this entire week. And it's and it's something for me where I, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe that it happened because it's one of those moves where you expect him to go to Atlanta. I, I truly felt that way today. I tweeted about it because I know Saints fans would have been sick to their stomach, but I, I am just really surprised. And it looks like one of those decisions where I don't want to say it's all about the money, but it kind of seems like it's about the money when someone decides that they're they're signing a deal that's fully guaranteed. And it is what it is. People know how I feel about this move. It was one of those decisions that I was very uncomfortable with the fact that the Saints were going all in on Deshaun Watson. And I can't speak for everyone. If you wanted the Saints to get Deshaun Watson, you're totally in your right to want him. I just obviously was hesitant about whether or not that deal would go down. So it doesn't go down. But more importantly, also doesn't go to a division rival. And I, I'm not going to say it's like a win-win for the Saints because some of you are probably devastated that he is not going to New Orleans. But in my opinion, when you take a player who obviously there's a tricky situation, you're giving up a lot, you don't know if you're 100% comfortable with the off-the-field stuff, I, I think that it is a risky move. So overall, he's going to Cleveland. What's next for the Saints? That's what everyone wants to know right now. And I think for the Saints, the, the smart bet, the smart money, I would say, is going after Jameis Winston. You know, I don't know if Jameis Winston is the flashy hire, the sexy hire for someone, but I think in terms of a team trying to maintain continuity, trying to continue being at least a competitive football club, re-signing a quarterback who knows the system, knows Pete Carmichael, knows kind of how to play alongside that defense in a game-managing way, I don't think that's a bad idea. That's where my money would be. I know people are going to ask about Baker Mayfield. I know people are going to ask about Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't see it. I think Baker is going to Indianapolis. I think Jimmy, frankly, I have no clue where he's going. I don't even know if he is going anywhere, but I I think Jameis is probably the smart money here. I think even looking at the quarterback room, uh, quarterback draft class is a a, in play, I would say for the new Orleans saints, but man, this is just a wild, absolutely wild turn of events. And I will say this, and I again, if you disagree, that's totally fine. I just can't believe that we've reached the point in the NFL where like, we're not even hiding suspicions or concerns about off-the-field stuff. And what I mean by that is I see everyone right now on Twitter just like commending the job that Deshaun's agent just did with his new contract and people going wild about, man, how he leveraged this into a situation where it's fully guaranteed and he gets to play for a great Browns roster like, I get that, man. I get that. He is a he is a damn good quarterback. Totally get that. And I understand why teams went after him because then they, they're trying to win and they maybe believe that the off-the-field stuff can get corrected or it was never an issue, maybe in their mind. But I just can't help but see like the way it's getting reported, like people like Jeffter and, and the way they're going about it. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. But what I will say is that luckily for the Saints, a lot of people are talking about whether or not they got played and whatever. I I think if you entered the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, you kind of knew what you're up for, right? He's in charge. And he made that clear from the jump. Didn't make his decision early. 
reached out to the Falcons, then needed a couple days to think it over, then thought about maybe needing the weekend. Like it was very clear from the get-go that he was the one dictating the pace. He was dictating what's going to happen. And you know what? He has a no trade clause. Teams that are in the sweepstakes, you better expect it. However, I do think this narrative, though, that the Saints are kind of absolutely messed up now because they didn't get him, I don't agree with that because I think a lot of the players that the Saints may have signed or may not have signed, that doesn't change. Like Jameis Winston, let's say you really, really wanted Jameis Winston. He's still on the open market. If the Saints want to go get him, they can go get him. How about Teron Armstead? If you want the Saints to go after him, will he resign if if Watson's not there? Maybe he won't. But can the Saints still make a run after him? Yes, he's still a free agent. How about the receiver market? I don't think the Saints really, really want Jarvis Landry. I think they want more speed. But if they wanted Jarvis, he's still out there on the open market. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, you want speed? He's still out there on the open market. So I think there are still free agents out there, and the Saints do have money to use. They got about $30 million to spend. And I've been adamant about the two moves they have made, Contavious Street and Marcus May. I think those are good quality signings that usually work out for the Saints. Not super splashy, but really solid players who, in a better system, could absolutely elevate their game. So I think that overall, I'm not really worried about the direction of the New Orleans Saints. I do think, though, what is this aggressive nature? Like the aggressive nature that they showed going after Deshaun, right? They made it very clear that they were willing to make all the stops and get him as their quarterback. Does that only apply to Deshaun Watson? Or are the Saints going to be really aggressive for the next year, next two years until they get that guy? Because... I can sit here and tell you that I think that the Saints are going to re-sign Jameis Winston and bring him in and he'll be their quarterback for next season. But I think, and and this is no knock on Jameis Winston, you're lying to yourself if you think that the Saints think that he is the future. Because I think they kind of told you what they think of Jameis Winston without actually telling you what they think of Jameis Winston. He's a nice option, a decent option to have for a year or two and a bridge guy to hold you over. But do they think he is the, the franchise piece the, the face the franchise, the corner piece that you can have for years to come, I would say no. So when I see a team like the Saints pull out all the stops and get super aggressive and players are recruiting Deshaun Watson, cool, whatever. Again, it doesn't have to agree with my opinion. If you're going to do that, are you going to have that aggressive nature, though, towards other quarterbacks that may or may not come available? You know, are you going to be aggressive if you really like a quarterback in this draft? Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, if they do like one of them, are they going to go after them? So that's kind of the question that I'm asking on this Friday afternoon, because I think, you know, a lot of credit was given to Dennis Allen this past week. A lot of people praised him for being aggressive, kind of going against the grain on what Sean Payton would do. And I can't knock that because the first thing I said when the saints hired him was that I want the saints to be a unique coaching staff in the sense that don't just replicate what Sean Payton did be you. And I guess this is their way of being themselves. But I really am fascinated and curious to find out what is next for this New Orleans Saints team. And for those that are relieved right now that the Saints got Deshaun Watson, I don't blame you. For those who are pissed that the Saints didn't get Deshaun Watson, man, if you wanted him that bad, I I guess I feel bad that you didn't get the quarterback you wanted. But look at this situation. The NFC is still so up for grabs. You compare the AFC, the NFC, it's, it's, you know, day and night over there with the way there's so many top quarterbacks in the AFC and very little top quarterbacks in the NFC. So I think for the Saints, the next couple of days, it's a time of evaluating this team and how many more pieces do you feel like you're away from contending? I think if you look at this roster, if they were to hypothetically re-sign Armstead and bring in Jameis and get another receiver and maybe even use the draft coming up to address positions, like maybe a quarterback that you like that maybe is the 2023 option, 
I think the Saints can still do work here. I'm not, I'm not out here to start acting like it's doom and gloom for the Saints, especially for a guy that I was like, okay, don't know if we really should be selling the farm here. So I am still of the optimistic variety right now. And I think the fact that he doesn't go to the Falcons, it should make your Friday much easier to get through because you don't have to worry about facing this guy two times a year for the next decade. And as for the Saints, I have been looking at this draft class an awful lot. I think there's a lot of guys that fit in to what they want to do. Now I'm relieved to say that I can actually enjoy the draft because you don't have to worry about giving up at least your first round pick this year and next year and the year after and a couple of third and fourth round picks because that's what Cleveland gave up. Just looking at it now, three firsts, a third, and a fourth, that's an awful lot. I'm not saying Watson, when on the field, isn't worth it. Probably is. But the Saints have assets. The Saints still have a really good roster. And I think that the next couple of months are going to be interesting. People, when they linked them to Deshaun Watson, they also mentioned Jameis Winston and Kenny Pickett. And I was like kind of compelled by the fact that they would mention both. And would they consider maybe even bringing in two quarterbacks, Jameis and one from the draft? I think that's all on the table. But I'll kind of wrap it up with this because obviously this is a busy day and people got shit to do and it's a Friday. And man, I'm going to the Knicks game later. So I can't tell you how relieved I am that this news broke before the game. Because my God, if it broke during the game, I would just be hopeless sitting in my seat like, man, I got to, you know, start blabbering about this, but I'm not going to. I'm going to do it now. But regardless, to get to the main point here, I still think the Saints have options. I still do think that with the 30 million cap space they have and the free agents that are available, now we could start checking off things. What needs do they have? They need a receiver. They need another running back. They need to address left tackle. Obviously, they need to address quarterback. But I think that you'll see as the, the quarterback carousel keeps spinning, some guys are going to be left without a spot. And either they're going to have to take pay cuts or they're going to have to settle being for backup. And I think luckily for the Saints, there's not many spots left. And if you look at a Jameis or you look at a Baker Mayfield or you look at a Jimmy G, you might roll your eyes at all three options. You might. But if you're any of those three options, what is more appealing to you, playing for the Saints or playing for the Panthers or playing for the Seahawks out of those NFC options? It's clearly the Saints. And this has nothing to do with bias. It's just me being honest. I think this team has the defense. It has a good GM. It has the right coaching staff, defensively speaking. It does have two offensive cornerstones in Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. So if you're worried and give me this guy's falling thing, I'm not going to have it today. But all I'll personally say is, I am relieved, and for people wondering why I am relieved, you can go back and listen to a couple podcasts I had, I'd say, one or two ago, talking about this whole Watson dilemma. You know, it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to agree with it. I can only speak my piece. I spoke my piece, and I think it's going to be so fascinating now to see what's next for the NFL. What's the discipline? Is it six games, which has kind of been the precedent? Is it more than six games due to the quantity of allegations? Do, Do the Browns get in a situation where there is no discipline? Like, there's so many effects to this on the on the field thing, and then off the field, in terms of the dominoes that are going to come after this, you'll see over the next couple of days, it's been a fun offseason. The signings should ramp up because a lot of the league was in a holding pattern. Quarterbacks, offensive linemen, wide receivers, they know where Watson's going now, and now they can decide what's the best fit for them, what makes the most sense, both financially and from a football scheme uh, scam, uh, standpoint. And I think this is going to be really fascinating. So to wrap it up, guys, Deshaun Watson's going to the Browns. He's not going to the Falcons. He's not going to the Saints. And frankly, I think that's better off for fan bases. And whether or not it's better for the football team, only time will tell. But I still think the Saints have a lot to work with, and they have a lot to offer to free agents, to draft prospects. People who need a new home, I still think New Orleans is a good spot. So I'll have more coverage on this Deshaun Watson situation as it goes on. And more importantly, I have more coverage on the Saints. I've been doing a couple videos, obviously, for each signing. So hopefully, 
They give me some content to do this week. But again, guys, keep it plugged in here on the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast.